0: Hey guys, and welcome back to Zillennial Support Group Podcast with your hosts, Maria and Silvana. Um Today, well, usually on this podcast, we like to take you on a little nostalgic trip back to the late 90s, early 2000s. We love Maria's dance moves. Um, But today, oh my God, they keep getting better. But today we thought we would uh, take you along for the ride of discussing what we're currently into, because we also currently are Zillennials. We weren't just millennials in the past. We're also consuming media in present day. <laughs> so I thought we'd talk about the media of the current times that we're into and or at least just, you know, whenever the media was made <laughs> what we're watching uh in 2021. Um and also we thought we'd give you some updates in general in life. Um I know Maria had to go uh under the knife recently, very traumatic. Um
1: it was under scissors. <laughs>
0: under scissors but currently maria's toe is bandaged so that's why there was like a uh a, a hiatus between that, the last episode and this current episode so that maria could t- care for her toe mm-hmm. is that correct
1: yes, <laughs> yes we i do, will verify
0: yeah we do we do have a lot of future episodes planned mm-hmm. um with more specific researched topics but um you know, medical (laughs) emergencies come first. And we thought this would be a good sort of casual episode to update you guys on what we're currently into and what our lives are like. Um, I guess you could sort of tell in the last episode, but currently behind me, if you're watching the YouTube version, you can tell that I am not in New York because there are trees behind me. And by trees, I just mean really massive plants indoors. (laughs) So I'm actually back home um in a mysterious location but uh yeah I'm no longer in New York except I hopefully will be traveling a lot soon so I'll be everywhere and nowhere at the same time yeah how was the move? uh it was good thankfully um my cousin was visiting so she also helped mm-hmm. with the move could carry some stuff I definitely like lost a good five pounds of just Sweat exiting my body, uh, because I lived on a five floor walk up, (laughs) so we had to like carry everything up and down. It was really brutal, but um, because I had no AC and it was like ninety degrees in New York. Um, Olympic athlete, (laughs) Right, but it's over now, and now I get to I'm reunited with my dog in my car, and that's all that matters in life, you know. I have zero of those things. Well, actually, I just sold my car. <laughs> another update for us is that Maria and Maria's dad actually recently fell in love with my dog. Maria has a very had very limited experiences with dogs before, like not. Um, and I successfully converted her, so I'm very proud of my dog. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: It was just like I don't know. You called me and you were
1: like, "Can you watch my dog?" And I was like, "If you can't find anyone else," and you were yeah. like, "You're the only one." <laughs>
0: Yeah, I called I her at like, like midnight the night before the morning she was supposed to come to my house and feed my dog and then I was like let me just
1: check and then I ran up to talk to my dad because my dad grew up with dogs mm. and he usually like yeah most
0: people do I feel yeah
1: and I think like dogs like recognize I don't know I don't think he still has like a dog scent on him but like dogs just like yeah. him
0: no but people recognize or dogs recognize people's like uh you know energies and auras like um, if it's like a friendly person, they'll usually sense that. Or if the person's like afraid or nervous to be in front of a dog, mm-hmm. they'll also recognize that and they'll also be like <laughs> aloof towards you because they don't know what you're about. Yeah. One of
1: my worst nightmare, well, one of yeah, one of the worst experiences was when my friend brought me to this like nearby church at our college that was hosting like a uh finals relaxation holiday cookies and petting dogs and that was the scariest moment Seriously. of my life because I didn't like at you I you didn't know how to step I didn't know what to do the owners Aww. right were right there so I didn't want to like I don't know what if I killed their dog right in front of them I don't know what I would Aww. do but I was just so afraid of hurting the dogs.
0: it's not even like I'm
1: afraid of getting fit or anything I'm afraid oh. of hurting the dogs.
0: yeah no I'm not afraid of hurting the dogs because I'm not gonna like usually like, I'm not at risk of like falling on them or something. But when I was younger, I was really afraid of dogs. Mm -hmm. That's because I had a friend who like had really intense dogs. She like three or two and one of them bit her. And I was like, oh, this is a fear that I should have. Yeah, (laughs) I think also I got mounted by like a pit bull once when I was young. Um, but, I think um, I'm What is mountain? Can you clarify mountain? I was just like sitting on a couch, and then the pitbulls, all four legs, were like above me. Okay, I was. I was small. I was concerned. Use <laughs> you, you use different terminology for yeah. I think what you're thinking of. Yeah. But um, want to clarify? Was, like, was, like, yeah, what I'm happened. also I'm still not very good with big dogs because I don't know they're how they act and stuff like that. But I've always had like. Um, like small mid-sized dogs mm-hmm. that are like Corgi mixes. So I'm good with their temperament. I usually know what I'm getting. Also, if I'm like, if I'm able to physically pick up the dog, like I'm not afraid. Like you're smaller than me. I've never
1: picked up a dog. <laughs> yeah. Jackson walked himself. Um, but yeah, I went to your house yeah. and I broke in. Um, yeah, with permission, and. Yeah. Jackson, I think Jackson recognized me. I think he was okay, but I was like, this is my dad. He met you before.
0: So usually they'll remember the smell, but um, I don't know why. And then I couldn't find, I think that also helped because they're like, sometimes when service people come to my house to like fix like plumbing or whatever, like he'll, because we don't know them, Mm -hmm. we don't introduce him to them like we do our friends. Yeah. And he like is very suspicious of them and he'll bark at them while they're trying to do work. And I'm like, good boy never trust strange men <laughs> but, but I, um yeah he I, probably I, did recognize you and that helped yeah uh with your dad too
1: and I was like this is my father
0: <laughs> he's but also when he does like you he is a very like friendly dog like he yeah. goes on his back very easily
1: yeah yeah and then I couldn't find the like poop bags.
0: Um, yeah my mom was supposed to leave that out for you and she just didn't <laughs>
1: But I start. I don't know. I started asking Jackson. I was like, "Where are you?" I don't know why I expected him to be like, "Oh, hello, Miss. They are here." Um, (laughs) I'll like show you around, though. Yeah. No,
0: it was like um, we went in the morning. Where he's supposed to, depending on the time of day.
1: He went in the morning, and he he went right. He was like, "Okay, you're new. Let me show you the ropes." (laughs) And he like walked his little food. It's like put it down. He was like, "Okay, good. She knows what to do." We came at like noon when he's not fed. And he was like, he didn't go anywhere. He was like, okay, I just want to make sure you know I just go pee and that's it. And then, um, and then at dinner time, he was like, Yes, you're back. Let me show you where the dry food is (laughs) so you can get that. And then it was so cute because I asked my dad to like bring over the little bowl. And my dad brought the whole thing with like the water bowl too. (laughs) And I was like, oh, no, I just need, like, the food bowl. Yeah. And so my dad took the, like, whole water bowl without the food bowl back. And Jackson thought the food was in it. So we went running. And then yeah. my dad would be like, Jackson, it's still over there. Yeah. And he was just so cute. Sad. And he, like, licked his paws. And then he licked my knee. And I was, Aww, that's and I was like, cute. thanks for <laughs> bathing me. Aw, that means he likes you, though. Poop. He's not, like,
0: a licker. He doesn't lick anyone. Really? You know? He yeah.
1: Me. That's
0: nice. Aww, but cute. And then
1: I, I picked up his poop, and that was fine. I think I did okay. <laughs> yeah. He always, like, pooped in the places where I couldn't find it afterwards, so I had to search oh. around. <laughs>
0: oh, no, that's bad. Yeah. But I found it. Good. Good. Because he, he likes to eat his poop, and he, oh, he no. suffers for it, but... He doesn't learn,
1: yeah, but I think my I friend. get it. I think I get dogs, because yeah. there was like a moment where babies. I, yeah, I was sitting with him and just petting him, and then he like put his head in my lap, and I was like, mm-hmm.
0: I get it. Cute. He was also probably like lonely that day because we weren't mm-hmm. there, so he must have been happy.
1: Yeah, I'm glad.
0: My dad wants to go back. Aw. <laughs> I mean, we're not going anywhere. So. <laughs> That was a nice little update Mm -hmm. on my little baby. But um, yeah, so what have you been into? Because also I feel like I had the most hectic month like from June to July with, I had like, I had a trip and then I had like two friends visiting back to back Um, and then my cousin visited I had to move. And so I feel like I was like super running around. I actually didn't listen to like a lot of music. I didn't get into new TV shows at all. And so once I came home, I was like, I think I just slept for a long time. (laughs) But now I'm finally getting back into like watching TV shows or getting back into my podcasts and stuff like that. So I feel like uh, it'd be a good time to sort of like, I don't know, just like recommend what we're into or like give little reviews, talk about all the media we're currently ingesting so what are you currently into right now maria um well i've mainly been
1: washing things when i have to um soak my toe because i have to do that for like 20 minutes um you have I'm, to soak your toe in what yeah. in alcohol
0: in no water? in like water and epsom salt for like 20 oh, minutes oh, and that was supposed that for, to like piercings too it's oh. like wound care you like have to yeah, yeah, because it's like, uh, you have to lean, the salt is like antibacterial. Yeah, you're head supposed head. to like put it in like a shallow cup oh. and lean your ear into it. Most oh. people don't do it. Sometimes they'll spray it with salt water. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why so many people have trouble healing their piercings. Because oh, uh, also it's a bitch to heal cartilage, so.
1: Hmm. Yeah, well, I had, I've had like the toe problems for like two months. And so they just told me to do Epsom salt and stuff. that didn't work and so then i had to get then like surgically my nails surgically removed um all of it or just just like it's like a sliver but i don't think it's ever gonna grow back well like they took off like the like not the tip like you know how you clip that your toenail but then they took it from the side and that's supposed to be a permanent solution to, uh, like ingrown toenails because it's supposed to grow straight and it won't like grow sideways so but yeah that was it was it was not fun <laughs> i've never had anything did like, they give aesthetic. you like anesthetic or yeah they did like the same stuff that they do if you like get um a cavity or anything but i've never had a cavity and i've never like had any kind of surgery and stuff you've so never the first had a time. cavity no
0: Damn, those are good genes. Thank you. I cry myself to sleep every day. I was born with like, <laughs> I just have bad bones, bad teeth. I'm just slowly crumbling. But um But they like he told me it was gonna be like just
1: like just like getting a cavity. And I don't know. My dad said it was just one shot for like yeah. getting a cavity. He gave me like five. But then he was like, I'm gonna spray this cold spray to distract you while the needle goes in
0: who the fuck does that work on a no, needle in cold air but also they used to put gel on my gums if I had a cavity before they put the, they don't do that anymore they're just like suffer we don't care
1: like he was like let me just drive if, with this if they're air. numbing
0: your whole toe and they're digging pretty deep into it like that requires a lot of numbing agent yeah. <laughs> so
1: but he we did there was no like other surgery room it was just like in the same room with yeah. him, and I was just chilling there. Mm-hmm. I like had my phone and everything. So yeah, they're not was... gonna put you in an OR. <laughs> but I was also like live tweeting it a little bit, nice. Um, just live texting it because at one point wow. I like looked away and they're like putting stuff all over it, and like I was bleeding like a little bit from like the injection. But
0: we're then gonna I named this episode "Live Tweeting Toe Surgery."
1: <laughs> yeah, and but then I look up and my toe like my entire toe is like reddish brown and i swear i thought it was blood but i guess it was like like iodine like like anti-sexic kind of Oh,
0: iodine okay
1: i didn't i thought i had
0: blood everywhere it looked like hairy on my foot okay but here's the thing feet do bleed a lot because Mm -hmm. they're like at the bottom of you and there's tons of like endings blood vessels in your feet so you're not like out, out of fuel to think that but it is very weird to like also see the surgery being done to you I'm a very yeah. like visual like I can't like if I get blood drawn or a test done I can't look at it being done yeah if I'm getting tattooed I can't look at it Um, but like, if someone's bleeding in front of me, like that doesn't phase me, I don't feel nauseous, Mm. but like, if I can see the needle going in, taking my blood, I like get really woozy, really fast. So it's like something on like, if I can see something being done on my own body, like that freaks me out.
1: Yeah. And he like, like the doctor was like talking to me
0: and I was really struggling
1: to get words out, especially when he was doing the shot things. It was like, honestly, pretty painful. Um, that part because the cold spray did nothing Aww. a needle in cold air is still a needle um, yeah, cold air doesn't do doesn't yeah do anything. um but he was like oh so tell me about grad school what you want to do and like in hindsight I don't think he cared <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah they don't care <laughs> but then after, I think I started to realize that so then he was like oh so why American and I started talking about how I'm afraid to go to New York City. Aww. And I feel like DC is something I can handle. I was like, he's has to listen to me to take my mind off things. Let's just make it therapy. Let's just do it. <laughs> um, oh but, my God. Yeah. And then I had wow. this huge bandage on and, but I've been milking it with everyone because my mom that was sucks, in the room yeah. as well. Mm. And so she knows everything. But I was like, yeah, dad, it got pretty bad. Um, like I just, I woke up <laughs> right when they were saying like Just we're losing her <laughs> and my mom was like
0: that did not happen and
1: I was like yeah it did and you know they were, had I had like five surgeons around me oh my god um,
0: <laughs> five surgeons one toe yeah
1: exactly wow but, yeah so I've been watching a lot of stuff when I um when I've been soaking so while I've been soaking I've been doing Powerpuff Girls mostly mm. um but they'll like 2016, reboot um which everyone hates
0: and oh you've been watching the reboot
1: yeah it's like the podcast oh it's
0: like there's like uh. another
1: one with like an updated animation style
0: oh I think I heard about that too mm-hmm. damn I also heard it was bad because the animation was just like so different
1: it's really weird yeah and all the yeah. voices are different um and yeah, they just seem to hate bubbles.
0: Yeah, so um, rude. Youngest siblings are the best. Okay, oh right? <laughs> oh. but um, did I tell the podcast I saw Dove Cameron? I can't remember. No, you didn't that. tell everyone. Well, little update on our PowerPoint. My enemy live action reboot. <laughs> my bubbles <laughs> <In> that, rival. <laughs> literally, I think it was like this last or the second to last day I was in New York. Uh, my cousin wanted to like pick something up that she had ordered from like Saks Fifth Avenue or like one of the stores inside that like building in Midtown. Um, and we were like going up the floors and we stopped at one level. <laughs> and uh, I think people like just got out, but we st- but we were like staying in to get to the next level later. And the elevators opened, the person, like one of the pers- people left. And then there was just Dove Cameron standing there waiting for an elevator, like all in black, black, long leather jacket and black sunglasses and like a sleek ponytail just like looking at her phone and like not making eye contact with anyone and I could just recognize her face shape and stuff And I was like I think I'm pretty sure that's Dove Cameron like that's so weird uh but I like wasn't gonna say anything also we were like too separated Mm -hmm. and then I saw her Instagram story just to make sure and she was wearing the same outfit in mm. one of her stories and I was like, oh, it was her. Like it yeah. was actually like I did recognize her. Wow. Which was pretty weird. She looked very like matrixy. So <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of surreal. Oh my God. But yeah, I wasn't going to address your enemy in public without you, you. So I stayed back, you know, Thank I kept you. my space. Thank um you. yeah. In the name of sportsmanship. Thanks so, so much. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else besides Powerpuff Girls? Um,
1: well, I've been watching the original Powerpuff Girls at the same time as the reboot because I hate myself. And, um, the original is just so weird. There's this one episode where, um, like, Bubbles, her big, her big talent that, like, her special power could, um... Blossom can breathe ice breath and Bubbles can speak Spanish. <laughs> um, and then oh, Buttercups wow. Butter are working out, but she doesn't have a talent. And so she starts doing all these things like turning her body into a tornado and stuff. And she basically rips oh, wow. up all of Townsville. Oh. And she's like, I need to have a talent. And then she curls her tongue. And Bubbles and Blossom are like, we can't do that. Oh and god. buttercup is like that must be my special power oh my god that's not it's a genetic thing oh my god so that's been what i've been doing yeah um the 2016 reboot is weird they have a new
0: Powerpuff
1: girl mm-hmm. named bliss who's like their older sister
0: oh so that's weird How many Um kids does this guy make he has made a lot also from out from the title sequence, I he it gives the impression that he made all three girls at once, but they're not triplets they they have age discrepancies or age gaps or age.
1: they all these look different things. yeah, but yeah. it's very weird. Um, what else have I been watching um I've been watching Nancy Drew, the CW show, which isn't bad <laughs> it's kind of bad but it's like so addicting. I would recommend it you should watch it Silvana um just because the plot is pretty good the acting's not amazing there's a lot of sex and it's like not my Nancy Drew but it's somebody else's and that's okay um and I've been watching um Dance Moms Mm. it just makes me so angry yeah um just because it's she was horrible and yeah, i don't know how I so many people let her do it.
0: it yeah i've never even watched it but um just like the promos i would see or like the things out over here just it sounded so terrible that i was like oh i don't want to like spend time watching that and absorbing yeah. that negative energy i just don't know why
1: everyone like let her get away at, like ver- a verbally abusing children Oh, i for, mean, like I believe- years
0: People get away with that all the time, everywhere Mm -hmm. in so many institutions. So I believe it 100%. I mean, Mm -hmm. we both shared a terrible teacher in high school who was verbally abusive. She also threw Tupperware at a student. Yeah. It got bad. Yeah. She trash talked my mom,
1: my face.
0: Oh my God. Terrible, terrible person.
1: Yeah. I wrote like a 12 page essay on why she should be fired with a thesis statement and it never did anything yeah
0: Ugh, what have you been watching <laughs> because I also feel like uh being home I'm sort of regressing back to mm-hmm. my peak during the times mm-hmm. I lived here which was basically 2009 to 2011 mm-hmm. that was my peak um it was actually like my middle school years which I feel like most people hate but I kind of thrived in middle school mm. um and I was like a nerdy kid too so I don't know why but um yeah so I've been watching uh a lot of Cougar Town I've never actually watched Cougar Town before but it was like I remember it being on at the time mm-hmm. but I was too engrossed in like Courtney 30 Rock Cox? and Cougar Town or and Community it is Courtney Cox mm-hmm. um yeah so we live in very different um what
1: they're coming for us those they five are.
0: people right how are they gonna <laughs> Go to come from with the with Ukraine them. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, so uh I watched a ton of 30 Rock and community in like that time period, but um in like Cougar Town and community, people like liked each other in the show they guest starred or made little appearances in each other's shows. Um, but I never watched Cougar Town, but it had that same like cult following that a lot of shows in that time had because I feel like it was that time in television where or at least like broadcast TV or network TV I don't know I don't know words I went to school for <laughs> <laughs> media but didn't learn anything um but it was like they had these huge followings and they had like you know it was the tv golden age they had really good content really critically acclaimed but they weren't getting any views because everybody was watching stuff online or on dvd dvr or watching it for free illegally so they weren't really getting the ad money so you had all these really good shows at the time like almost getting canceled or getting canceled and like rebooted later or like saved by different networks mm-hmm. all the time that had these like young cult followings but executives were like this is worthless we're mm-hmm. we're gonna cut it and so cougar Town was one of them and so i'm finally getting into cougar Town, uh because it just i think became available on hulu and it's so good i like miss what america was during that time <laughs> like I miss just like my time of life back then I miss the uh pop culture at that time all the cultural references and stuff I'm just like also it's a show set in like like some random place in Florida and all they do is like drink wine and like have fun with their friends and I'm just like that's so nice (laughs) if only like all your problems were like you know the world wasn't ending in 2009 I feel like you know mm-hmm. except for it was supposed to end in 2012 but no one believed that but um yeah I've never I've also, seen mm-hmm. Cougar Town it's pretty good but it I also assume has, it's about a town overrun by cougars and mm-hmm, it's that's exactly one what it's about survivor <laughs> well it starts off being about Courtney Cox dating like younger men after divorce oh. um and then it quickly becomes about just like neighborhood friends oh my gosh i'm so sorry i was thinking of mountain lion town oh right easy easy mistake but um (laughs) it also has busy phillips and a few and like the woman who played dr cox's wife and ex-wife i think they're divorced and then they get married on the show from scrubs mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure it's also created by the same people who worked on scrubs so it has a very scrubs vibe in terms of is it the um, william some and Mary of the movie? some of the directing style oh it could be uh in terms of some of the directing style a lot of like the guest actors are also from scrubs the tone of the show that kind of thing very scrubs like mm-hmm. but also um I kind of had the vibe of something else, but I can't remember the phrase I was thinking of in my head, but it is very, um, I don't know. I just love the humor and I feel like the humor of like comedies from that era, just kind of like, I don't know. I feel like things are like darker and more cynical now, which is like a total vibe, but it's nice (laughs) to sort of escape back to like a decade ago. Um, but yeah, the acting's great. Um, Courtney Cox is actually pretty good. I like like her more in this show than in Friends, but they are like two very different vibes. Mm-hmm. They just drink a ton of wine. I think it got canceled by ABC and then like um, rebooted by T- TBS. Is that a network?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Yeah, that show that like, or the network that Conan used to be on,
1: mm-hmm. TBS. Wasn't it wasn't like Big Bang Theory. I don't know if I'm making that up. I
0: have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> But, um, oh, Weeds, that was a thing. So it's kind of, to me, the tone of the show is kind of like the humor of Scrubs mm. versus, or paired with the humor of Weeds, which is a show starring- About gardening? Um, exactly. It's a show about, <laughs> about a drug-dealing suburban widow starring, oh my God, what's her name? Mary Louise Parker. Oh my God. So, sh- <laughs> so that kind of like suburban mom vibe I feel like Courtney Cox like sort of has but not really Mm -hmm. um but she's also the character Courtney Cox plays is in the same sort of situation as Lorelai Gilmore from Gilmore Girls where she Mm -hmm. like got pregnant really early and so now she's like living with her like teenage son and they have like a close relationship Mm -hmm. um but yeah, the humor, it's like there, if you've watched Weeds, you'll know the humor that I'm talking of, but if not, then it makes no sense to you, (laughs) but it's like mostly like scrubs, but with like a little bit of weed humor, (laughs) Weeds humor, (laughs) I'm sorry, there's no, yeah, that's just the name of the TV show, Mm -hmm. and then, um, yeah, and I also think it's mostly because Mary Louise Parker um, reminds me of Courtney Cox, because there are two very like long-haired brunette, Mm. um, like older women that like still got it, like they're still skinny and kicking it, and like get some work done. Courtney Cox gets work done in this show. <laughs> so each season, you can slowly tell like more and more fillers are being put in her mm-hmm. face, which is kind of sad because she's very, she's very beautiful naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is something they address, as like you know women getting older and the judgment they face in like the dating game and stuff. But very good show, very like cult classic. From back in the day which is segue to the other thing i've watched a i got back into 30 rock but i feel like i'm always re-watching 30 rock and i'll just go through mm-hmm. waves but the other cult classic that i've been ingesting is from the same time period 2009 my, one of my favorite movies uh jennifer's body which the more i think about it the more i feel like it defined my entire life ever okay. especially the soundtrack because it was like a very t- 2009 soundtrack and like vampires and like pop punk music um fueled by ramen I loved every minute of it but the more I'm on TikTok the more I'm seeing like every like four or five years it regains popularity and like it's really become this cult classic even though nobody saw it in 2009 even though I was like so a part of the hype (laughs) before it came out um and so I feel like I've just been really in that vibe of like all the cult classics from like the late 2010 or the late 20 the late two two thousands oh my god what are we calling this these decades but yeah i don't know i feel like that's the sort of era that i'm like let's go back to that <laughs> and in just all that media but before yeah, Trump. yeah. so that's what i've been into tbt to like Obama the era. yeah <laughs> like obama's first term it was just like tbt man there we, go. we miss it but anything else besides Powerpuff Girls on your end?
1: I don't know. I've like been watching Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist season two, mm.
0: which isn't great. Yeah. I like <laughs> that acting and writing is so bad. Yeah. I remember watching like the first four episodes of it or something. Cause I think it was like premiering on Hulu as it aired on TV. Mm. Um, And it was, like, interesting enough that I watched all the beginning episodes, but not interesting enough for me to keep up with it. Yeah. But it's definitely, like, got a fan base. I just like
1: how Skylar Austin can only play the same character, which is, like, the best friend who has a crush on someone who can also sing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I like have lukewarm feelings towards him, Mm -hmm. but I just like, didn't really like how he played Greg on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. So I'm kind of like bitter about it, but. Did he sing in that? Yeah, he did.
1: So is that really his only role? Cause I was thinking of Pitch Perfect.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, but he still plays like somewhat of the same character. Mm -hmm. Very much like, you know, guy (laughs) next door, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, what
1: about, uh,
0: Did you go to 30 Rock while you were? I did. I stopped by. I didn't go in or anything. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know if you want to share this, but a little someone also had a phone call from 30 Rock with really (laughs) bad reception. (laughs) (laughs) She had a phone call with someone, um, a very exciting phone call, but it was deterred by the fact that the 30 Rock green room has really bad reception, apparently. Yeah. Um, Little insider
1: yeah oh so god. very
0: rude but also just shattered the illusion of the 30 rock tv show of having good cell reception <laughs> inside you know yeah actually i think there is an episode where they're like in the bathroom and they can't get reception but i think it was like season one Anyway. it mimics life <laughs> that's so true oh my god except for when art doesn't mimic life you know that's a good point <laughs> You no, know, like, in situations where, like, you want to escape reality, but then, <laughs> but then I also feel like those kind of, I don't know, like, a lot of dystopian, like, movies or books or whatever, they're like, oh, escapism, but then they're just talking about the same social issues that exist in real life, mm. that it's like, we already have racism. Like, I don't want to, like, watch a movie where, like, it's a metaphor for racism, mm. Like sometimes that's really interesting and cool, but then sometimes it's like
1: <laughs> it's Well, I think awesome. it like it worked for Get Out and then everyone tried to do it as oh, like yeah. the villain is racism. And it's like doesn't work every single time.
0: Yeah. I was thinking more of like the Hunger Games, where like I mm. feel like a lot of people for some reason reread the Hunger Games during the beginning of the pandemic. Um and it was just like about this really corrupted government and uh like the different districts were like racialized and like you know there's classism and stuff and it's like we have racism and classism right now (laughs) yeah you don't need to go into your dystopian novel I just yeah but um but yeah life man what Hogwarts
1: house are you
0: what about you worry about your home life here (laughs) In reality oh my god right like if I'm going to devote energy to fighting you know the government or a corrupted mm-hmm. government like it's going to be the real one that's yeah. actually a threat versus not down
1: with Voldemort
0: <laughs> yeah but um down with JK Rowling
1: not Voldemort yeah
0: but um
1: are we down with JK Rowling what like go was- so down like like not we're not like we're down with her
0: we're taking her down We're taking her down okay not That's like
1: good. not like we're cool because she's not cool she's
0: not cool Jake okay. jk rowling is not cool. a friend of the pod she is not oh my god but yeah <sighs> life man besides that actually i re-listened to an album by Reliant K called something That's the end of that thought. (laughs) Wow. But um, where is that? Actually, I'm finding the playlist. Um, Go to album. Oh, fuck. Oopsie. Press the wrong button. View album. Oh, it's called Forget and Not Slow Down. It's from 2009. And so I re-listened to that, too. And I'm just, like, riding those 2009 vibes. And I just, I really peaked. In two thousand nine, I miss it a lot. What grade was that? Uh, it was like the end of sixth grade, beginning of seventh grade. Mm, I hate it. I that. don't know. Huge, huge year in my life. I miss it. It was such a good year, very formative. It was the year I saw my first Paramore concert. Yeah. And it, it was the vibes. the year that we. No, no, it's not. We never, never mind. met. I was going to say it was
1: the year that we were in the same school, but I wasn't there at that no, point.
0: We weren't in the same school until high school, right? No.
1: no we were in the same middle school, school when you were
0: by, in eighth by, grade. By eighth grade, you were there. Yeah. yeah. And then you never left me. <laughs> you just followed me wherever I went. I definitely love a good late nineties, two thousands cultural, you know, moment to relive or be nostalgic for, but honestly, nothing really beats summer 2009, man. Like,
1: that you remember was my, your summer reading
0: book? <laughs> I think I read Speak oh,
1: by that was Hulse
0: Anderson, Laurie Hulse Anderson, Lauren, Laurie. But um, I remember it vividly because Kristen Stewart also starred in that movie. Mm. I've never
1: seen that movie. She was also
0: in Catch That Kid. She was in like a lot of movies that I watched when I was a kid, not just Twilight. It was kind of mm. crazy. But, she was in what uh catch that kid um what
1: was the other one you said
0: oh my god speak twilight and twilight What's that? oh my god <laughs> you can't even exist in 2009 without <laughs> acknowledging twilight without oh wanting to make out with the vampire oh my god <laughs> like i don't know it's like kind of embarrassing but it's also kind of like my brand But I was definitely, like, the Twilight kid in my elementary school.
1: Um, It also
0: followed me to middle school where I, like, ran into someone that hadn't seen me all summer and was like, oh, my God, like, are you still obsessed with Twilight? And I was like, I was never obsessed. I'm a dedicated fan. Like, I'm not crazy. (laughs) At least you didn't, like, go around with bangs, right? No, but people spread rumors about me. (laughs) What? That I would do, like, crazy vampire stuff, but I didn't. I'm a normal girl. (laughs) What? Who said that? I don't know, people thought I was weird. I was an alt kid. I wasn't white, so they were like, ew.
1: I'm sorry, friend. Yeah,
0: life, man, I had no eyebrows. I really, my whole life changed. I didn't really have eyebrows until like junior year of high school. Then I started like filling in my eyebrows. I looked like a full human then. Like I really looked strange. (laughs) Sometimes I'll look back at pictures and I'm like, I was not self-conscious at all, but I should have been, you know? (laughs) <laughs> I remember there was like
1: one time in Girl Scouts when we were learning like stranger danger and someone said that like whenever you were like around strangers you should cover up your eyebrows because that will like conceal your identity but it's like that's so if not that true. was true Clark <laughs> Kent would have just like why <laughs> he would have I mean, like, that's where he his wore his glasses.
0: glasses yeah um, but
1: so then I remember we went to like um we were camping or something and we went to like a cabin some somewhere to pee and there are these strangers who kept like looking at us and taking pictures of us so all of us
0: went oh no (laughs) we were protected maybe it's like a facial recognition like software thing Mm -hmm. where like the computers something by your eyebrows is like super key but you know who I am right now I don't know (laughs) I just see blank face in front of me, Hi. but hey, but yeah, man, oof, but I also feel like something integral about the Zillennial experience is just being super nostalgic. I know like every generation like has like vintage trends and stuff like that, but I do feel like the younger generations, like Zillennials and Gen Z, even Millennials too a little bit, like they are very nostalgic
1: mm-hmm.
0: that- I mean, I think it's like reboot culture has been a thing for like the past decade and it's still like going strong, you know?
1: Yeah. We haven't talked about one of the biggest reboots of the year yet, right?
0: Which one? The Olympics? <laughs> How is that a reboot? Because they had another a a one Charlotte in 2016. <laughs> you no, know, it's like Doctor <laughs> Who, It's just it's the same show. It's just the seasons are so far apart. But this time <laughs> they have uh women's swim and skateboarding. Ooh, I've seen a few surfing. clips on TikTok of some of the events, but I really have not been like a part of it or cognizant of it or like keeping up to date on TV or anything. I've been really bad.
1: I've been watching a lot of it. Just the primetime stuff. I like, I don't know. I can't take tables kind
0: of seriously. Well, (laughs) when I was a kid, I only really liked gymnastics and swimming. That's me too, Um, yeah. So those are the ones that I'm like big on. But also it's like at this point in my life, it's like I'm not going to like take the time to open my phone, (laughs) Google like the, what are they called? Like competition times of Mm -hmm. like those categories. I think there should be bowling. Yeah. And also only women swimming and women gymnastics. Like I don't. Down with they did have. I do think they have soccer. Uh, Mm -hmm. sorry, just lost my voice. I think they do have soccer as part of the Olympics, but I don't know. I'm more invested in the World Cup, so Mm. I don't really pay attention to the Olympics. Also, I think the American girls' team or women's team lost, so
1: Mm -hmm. sad. Gymnastics stuff went crazy yesterday.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I heard Simone Biles had to drop out, the pod supports her the pod does support her and we support everyone who quits, you know, for their health, you know, I quit so many things in my life and I'm better for it. Oh my God. So much better. (laughs) But, um, (sighs) life, man, gotta stretch. It's hard, hard work sitting in this chair for half an hour. You have back support then now? I don't have back support. Well, I guess I could, but because my microphone is like forward, I don't want to like, sit back and then you guys not be able to hear me well but so part of the another part of the zillennial experience i wanted to discuss today was how um the birth and maturation of the zillennial age group also kind of lines up with um the you know rise and fall of popularity of the corporation starbucks Uh, And I thought we'd discuss it a little on the pod, Um, just on like our zillennial relationship with coffee. And like when we started drinking it, like if we thought it was cool or like Starbucks as a brand was also a big thing where we lived too. And now I feel like at least for the people I hang out with, like the go-to thing is to like not support Starbucks and to like support more local coffee shops and that Starbucks coffee also like kind of sucks, but Mm -hmm in the suburbs, it's kind of all you got sometimes. Mm-hmm. I've also, it's been on my mind because <laughs> I did leave New York. And so now I've like gone to Starbucks every day, one, because I'm exhausted on like a really deep metaphysical level. <laughs> so I've been like really needing coffee lately, but also there's like five Starbucks super close to me. And the only local coffee shop that I love, uh, and that actually has good coffee is like 30 minutes away. So sometimes I'll make Include the journey. Yeah, in Cougar Town, in Sarasota, Florida, which is where Cougar Town is, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was the kind of thing where I remember, like, my parents, or specifically my dad, like, drank a lot of Starbucks, and, like, we'd walk to our local Starbucks to get, like, hot chocolate as a kid, but, like, coffee wasn't a thing you, like, gave your children, because um, it's not healthy, but... Once I was a freshman in high school, I remember like the cool thing to do was to like get a ride to school with an upperclassman and like get Starbucks before class. You'd like show up to your algebra class in the morning, like all cool, because you had like a cup of Starbucks or like a pumpkin spice latte. Like I feel like our high school experience really lined up with the introduction and uh, you know, meteoric rise of <laughs> The pumpkin spice latte mm-hmm. I actually don't know when it was exactly introduced but um it was like I feel like that quote-unquote chuggy style of like you know the fall aesthetic the Ugg boots and the pumpkin spice latte like really came to form when we were teens um and then once college hit I <laughs> became a Starbucks barista and so that became part of my identity <laughs> I am no longer affiliated with the corporation, but. <laughs> um and so now I'm definitely like I like you know local coffee shops more even though they are just as expensive like really the only way to get a cheap cup of coffee is like McDonald's or Dunkin Donuts and it's not worth it like that coffee is shit I'm so sorry I know that's controversial but honestly all drip coffee sucks I only drink espresso so and Starbucks espresso is like it's like a three out of five but yeah there are there are a few local shops here that are good. And then in New York, oh my God, the coffee in New York is so good. And I have a very favorite uh, coffee shop in the East Village called 787. Very good coffee. It's I always like told you 100% to go to Joe's. Puerto no, Rican.
1: To to? Maybe not you, maybe someone else in New York I said to go yeah. to Joe's, <laughs> roasted yeah. me.
0: Roasted Aww. like coffee. Wow, good one, solid. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're like popular chains specific to LA but mm-hmm. in New York, there are just, there's so many coffee shops and they're all like pretty good. So I definitely like took advantage of all the local uh, coffee in New York, but yeah, back in the suburbs, it is pretty Starbucks dominated, mm-hmm. um, except in Boston where it's like Dunkin' Donuts all the way, which mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm in Boston, I'm not drinking coffee. I'm getting hot chocolate and a donut, you know,
1: sure.
0: that's yeah. the vibe, but I don't know. Are you do you go to Starbucks often cuz I feel like oftentimes out of the past like since I graduated if we're together in person it's usually at a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they do have a hand in the sustainability of our friendship, you know.
1: That's true. Yeah. It would fall apart <laughs> otherwise. So
0: we wouldn't exist here no. together without Starbucks.
1: Yeah, we went
0: public spaces flat- been
1: was it last week or the week before and
0: we were you were afraid of a guy in a fedora oh yeah (laughs) see i miss i love public spaces and like a people watching forum but it's also the kind of thing where it's like as a female in a public space like there are there are fear factors at play sometimes and fedoras are definitely one of them just me feeling safe in a public space there can't be fedoras like i think it is like trauma from 2011 like I hate hats. I can't wear a beanie. I can't wear a fedora. They instill such fear inside of me. And it's just, it's rude that no one else knows that and just disregards my safety when in public when they decide to wear fedoras. Like, they should know.
1: That I was almost assaulted at a Starbucks. Wait, really?
0: I remember your car got hit while parked outside of a Starbucks. (laughs) Everything that dead. was a big formative yeah, memory. that
1: was bad because, like, we had met up and then I went out and I was like, "There's a dent in my car," and I was like, "Please don't be my car." And I went out and there no. was, and the note so was. I'm like, pretty
0: sure we like heard like a somewhat of like a small crash outside. Yeah. And we were like, "Ooh, that sucks." <laughs> but the note was like, <laughs> "I didn't think it was gonna be us." I'm
1: sorry. Um, I think I might have scratched your car. Yeah.
0: And they were like, was this here? Was this was huge the dent here, here before, before? Or was that me? And they were like, your car was too far
1: over. And it was like, no, it you really shoved wasn't. my car yeah.
0: over. Like they really dragged the car like a good two, three feet. You were nice to wait with me. I think you left and then came back. because I couldn't start my car to go home. Yeah. Cause sometimes when something happens, like the wheel locks and you kind of unlock the wheel and then <laughs> we're both like not super strong in the arm department. So we both couldn't unlock the wheel. Um, I remember when I got towed, they lock the wheel when your car gets towed. Cause I got towed in high school. Literally. I just like parked to go to school. I was trying to get an education and someone called uh, in one of the nearby neighborhoods to tow my car. Anyway, oh uh, they finally gave me my car keys back and I was like driving out of the tow lot and I couldn't unlock the wheel. And this like big burly guy was like, boop, and they like unlocked it in two seconds. And I was like, <laughs> okay, wait a minute, <laughs> look like an idiot. Yeah. But yeah, sad. That car troubles are so oof. Yeah.
1: But I guess maybe I do have bad luck with Starbucks. Maybe. like, uh, yeah, so at one time in New York, we went to a Starbucks just so that my friend could pee. Um, and while they were like in line to pee, I was just like sitting down. And this like really creepy guy came over and was like, you ever been here before? And I was like, kind of ignored him. and He was like, yo, you ever been here before? And I was like, oh. not at this one. And he was like, first time with me? How lucky. <laughs> and you creep and then um i don't know it was just like he was like asking me like my nas- my like skin oh. like my race and he was like what's your favorite drink and he was like did you know that chai is from chinese culture and uh, also it it's not it's not <laughs> <laughs> um but he like kept on asking like where are you going after this like i'm going to come and stuff and then this random Like teenage kid came over and it was like, "Hi, I'm Michael, and I'm taking like donations for my basketball team." Yeah, and um, kids do that there. And but that like got me the break I needed to like run and just like go to the bathroom (laughs) and be with my friend. But so I don't know if Michael was really taking donations or if he just saved my life. So thank you, Michael. If you're listening, if you're one of five listeners of
0: the podcast, Um, thank you. Yeah, because I feel like, I don't know, Starbucks is like a good, like, safe public space usually. Um, They like to create like a third space, you know, not ideology, but what's it called? When you have like a theme that you like.
1: Atmosphere.
0: It's like a. Like a mission statement, but almost. Philosophy, oh my God. Their philosophy behind their you know, cafe spaces that they like to create like third spaces for community members to like come together and congregate and like share ideas and like meet up with friends and like have culture and stuff, mm-hmm. um, whether or not that actually happens. Cause when, you know, it is pretty corporate now that it's like, it's not really a representation of like the community culture anymore. It's more just like Starbucks culture, mm-hmm. but it is nice. I do have a lot of good memories in Starbucks. And also just because having worked there, it's a familiar space to me. I always feel safe in a Starbucks, um, but. I've also like
1: been hit on by three Starbucks baristas and yet the only person to give me discounted items was you. <laughs> if anyone really cared,
0: they would have yeah. given me a free drink. Right? It's, not, think... it's not a real compliment unless there's a monetary discount exactly. associated with the compliment, you know. <laughs> no, I
1: always think of you when I think of Starbucks, because I think like in college since you worked at like the bookstore, yeah. Starbucks, if I like needed to talk to someone, I would just go to the bookstore, Starbucks. I don't think I yeah, knew I was when always you were there, but I would like just see <laughs> no, if you were there. And if you weren't, I yeah. would just like
0: buy something. <laughs> and so I was, I was there all the like, time though. Yeah. I, I definitely worked like 30 hours a week. <laughs> it was not fun, but um, yeah, I do have good memories, but it's interesting thinking about how I mean, just for me individually, I associate a lot of parts of my identity with coffee shops and Starbucks specifically. But as a millennial, like it is very like it really became popular just in like the mid-90s. I don't really like had a national presence. Mm-hmm. And then like as we got older, it got more popular. And then like the pumpkin spice latte cultural movement happened when we were teens and like yeah, now it's, it's a huge like- thing. And mm-hmm. then like their CEO like almost ran for president once oh. we got a voting age. Um, And then he got, like, psyched out or whatever. Like, he quit his job and, like, did the thing that Trump did where he, like, sold the parts of his, like, business stuff that, like, you can't hold when you're a political candidate Hmm. or if you hold political office. Um, But then I think the feedback was so bad about the idea of... Or it's Howard Schultz. (laughs) People, like, dislike the idea of him becoming president so much that he just, like, didn't do it. And he talked about it, like, a few times. But I remember I was like working in one of my cafes and uh, one of the customers was like uh, ranting about how it's so stupid that he was running for president. And I was like, ha ha, ha, ha I can't comment on this. <laughs> Please but, don't talk to me about it.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think it's weird. Like, I don't think I went to Starbucks that much as like a kid. Um, I just like don't think I like had the ability to like I mean like I only went there for special occasions or something and I would always get like a vanilla bean frappuccino oh yeah the frappuccinos
0: was really like made their audience a lot younger too because I feel like before our generation like coffee was like a boring thing like it was a very adult thing but it didn't have like the allure of like an adult Thing like alcohol or whatever yeah. but once starbucks sort of like started angling towards like teenagers and stuff like it became like a really cool thing for like high schoolers to do and stuff like that like um i don't know especially like the way my parents talked about being my age they were like yeah coffee was like a thing only old people drank because they like couldn't keep up with the kids <laughs> like when it got too late they had to have some coffee um but now it's like this really cool hip thing. I don't know. I think I remember in Clueless they talked about like a teenager having coffee Um, and she was like but I don't drink coffee because I want to be super tall like Cindy Crawford (laughs) Um, because it like stunts growth and stuff. So I I definitely think it's like within the past two to three decades that coffee became like a cool thing for like young young people to do like Mm -hmm. teenagers rather than like college kids or like old people trying to stay awake you know.
1: Yeah I mean like I don't know. It's just also weird because um every Friday like my mom and I we would go to Giant um to get go to like the salad bar and then we would walk to Starbucks and pick up drinks and then bring them back. And but there would always be like these middle schoolers who like I had no idea how the heck they even got there. If they like came on their like little bikes or something. And I don't think I would ever like this, but they would go up to, like, the um, barista and, like, cashier and be, like, start flirting with, like, the barista when they're, like, what? can't see above the freaking counter. Oh, my God. And then, like, he would be, like, weirded out because, like, a 12-year-old just
0: asked him, also, like... what kind
1: of 12-year-old has that
0: much confidence? I know. Oh,
1: my God. But then it was so awkward because, like, he was, like, uh, I don't know. He was, like, I'm just trying to work. And then, like, she, like, turned around to her friends and was, like, oh, he's shy.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that would have pissed me what, off so much. This is what much. happens
1: all the time. These are, like, the weird, like, middle yeah. school kids that I don't think we ever were. I don't think it was just, like, as popular, or at least I didn't do it. But, like, they're, like, always at Starbucks and they're getting, yeah. like, It was definitely, like, a, day. a certain
0: breed of middle schooler that did that. Mm-hmm. But I did, like like being a kid in the suburbs, the only thing you can really do unless you get your parents to drive you somewhere, is just like walk to the shopping center and like Mm -hmm. go to Starbucks. So it's definitely like the only activity. (laughs) And I did do that a lot, but I never like, I was always like very short with the cashiers. Like I did not want to be seen or acknowledged (laughs) by anyone. You wanted to be Dove Cameron. Right. Oh my God. But yeah it's definitely it's interesting because working at starbucks they talked about that and like everybody hates waiting on middle schoolers because they're so rude um and they like don't have money or like they don't know how money works and stuff so like they get confused during the transaction a lot um or they come in with like a hundred dollar bills like it's really crazy um <laughs> where did they get that from their parents like they asked their parents for money and instead of like giving them a regular amount their parents just give them a hundred dollar bill like kids are crazy but um what was I gonna say oh my god oh yeah but there is like the the fan base of, or not the fan base but like the customer base of Starbucks like the loyal customer base are like commuters and professional people who just like love coffee mm-hmm. and so once Starbucks like changed their marketing um, to like angle towards younger kids. Um, it was like super successful, made them a ton of money, but it like betrayed their customer base. Mm. Um, so they do really like they fight each other all the time. Um, and <laughs> like the kids that would come in all the time and like the adults that would come in all the time, like they're each other's like children and parents, but they hate each other. <laughs> like all the parents that would come in would be like oh stupid kids in starbucks like you don't belong here and then all the customers all the like middle school kids that would come in they'd be like oh all these adults like <laughs> telling us that we're rude or making too much noise like they suck can and i'm I, like these are your parents like these are all your parents friends you know
1: can i ask you something
0: mm-hmm.
1: is there like does anyone buy the packaged food i don't yes. know if i've ever seen anyone
0: Yeah, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people who like are coming in on their lunch shift or lunch break from their shift at work, they'll buy food like that. Um, A lot of people in the morning will like on their way to work buy a packaged thing for lunch later. Um, And also you get a free food item each shift you work at Starbucks. And so I would eat them as lunch all the time. That would be my food item. So yeah but it's like that demographic that eats them. Mm-hmm. Most people don't, but their food's like pretty decent. It's did sustained standard me for like, like three um, years.
1: Did you ever get really complex orders?
0: Yeah, but mostly they would come over mobile order mm-hmm. because like people would be too afraid uh, to order something like that in person, especially if there's like people behind you. Mm-hmm. So they do it like on their cell phone. Um, and you get these like really long stickers of all these like additives but it never got too bad but um i don't know it depends
1: my favorite (laughs) drink that i've ever gotten at starbucks was discontinued after like a month because i think it was like a seasonal thing what was it it was i don't even know it was the um like cherry blossom frappuccino
0: that was my favorite it was like I liked Um, the cherry flavor that they had. They had like a a cherry hot chocolate thing too. That was pretty Mm -hmm.
1: good. Cause they had like a, it was like a strawberry frappuccino and with like matcha something. Um, But I think it was like seasonal, like whipped cream or something. And I've been very sad ever since that moment in high school.
0: (laughs) Yeah, their seasonal stuff is very hit or miss. Sometimes it's like, that's stupid. Mm -hmm. Who in development thought that was okay? and then sometimes I'm like oh no this is pretty good and I'm sad it's not like permanent mm. but I don't know like they had that cascara cascara mm. mm-hmm. flavor for a while and I think it's gone now mm. um and I miss it I'm sad but, yeah cool. I also like they did have like a cherry chocolate flavor thing during valentine's day once and that was really good and mm. I do miss that as well but yeah not so it's sad because I kind of like got hooked on like drinks and like personalizing stuff that I would like learn to make myself behind the bar. Um, And now if I want those same drinks, I have to like pay for it and pay like Starbucks prices. And I'm like, no, 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 I hate it. (laughs) So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I don't know. I think it was cool to sort of like look at the identity of Starbucks lining up with like the identity of millennials and like that timeline. But who's to say? Who's to say? I don't, I don't know. know why I look like I'm like 40. You don't look like you're 40. I, I feel like, like I look like
1: I'm 40. I feel like I look like Ashen. And like, I don't know I think the lighting.
0: I think your lighting is always a little bit cool. But also my lighting is like super warm and red right now because of like the sun and the lamp above me. And so the contrast, I think, is doing something Dead. to you. Um, do you want to do a Mad Lib? Yeah, let's do a Mad Lib. I can't tell how long we've been recording.
1: I can't either. I don't remember when we started. Okay. Um, we're going to "diva girl again.
0: Just because Ooh. That was the one I
1: had. <laughs> um, can you give me an adjective? Ooh, spirally. Is that Ooh. an adjective? Sure. <laughs> let's go with it. Uh, I'm gonna do a verb. I'm gonna say walk.
0: Um, can you give me a plural noun? Tuba ing. Have you been hearing? No, wait, that's so wrong. A plural noun. Tubas? (laughs) (laughs) I said tuba ing. I think I just like just it just that word did not compute at all. Mm -hmm. A plural noun, um bookshelves. What? Bookshelves? Or tubas. Do tubas. Okay. Sorry if you've already started Tuba. writing.
1: Um shape. I'm gonna do star. Can you give me another plural noun? Do you want
0: to do bookshelves? Bookshelves, yeah. <laughs> bookshelves redemption. Oh my god. Um, what an arc.
1: I do an adjective. I'm gonna say greasy. Um, can you give me a shape?
0: Ooh, um what's it called? the like an oval but it's different cylinder no 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 it's an oval but it's not called an oval oblong (gasps) Oblong. yes i was looking at a chart of face (laughs) shapes and i remembered there's like an oblong and i couldn't remember the word oh my god
1: and then i'm gonna do adjective i'm gonna say creepy can you give me an adjective Uh, stressful (laughs) And then I'm going to do an article of clothing. Um, I'll say underwear, just to make it a little saucy. Um, can you sauce. give me a number?
0: 72. Okay,
1: and then I'm going to do an adjective, um, buttery. Can you give me an adjective? Mm-hmm. Salty. Ooh. And then <laughs> salty another article. Butter. Clothing, socks. Can you give me a part of the body?
0: <sighs> Clavicle.
1: <laughs> okay, this one's perfect for you. You got your hair cut somewhat recently,
0: or new to the pod. I Does
1: it do your Can't we just have the picture of you last
0: time? Um, yeah. No, it's been short for a while, but oh, not. Gosh, I did cut it twice though, because it was I cut like an inch after I cut it short. Ooh. Because um, I wasn't
1: satisfied. So this is called Hair You Go. Here are some great hairstyling tips to help you look spirally. Try to walk your hair every day. You don't have to wash it, but make sure it's clean by rinsing it with tubas when you're in the shower. If you have a star face, try a hairstyle with lots of bookshelves. It will make you look more greasy. If your face is oblong, try a creepy style. (laughs) Accessorize (laughs) your do with lots of stressful clips. That's kind of true. (laughs) Yeah. Or you can wear um, underwear in your hair. Make sure you get a haircut every 72 weeks to help prevent buttery ends. Remember. Honestly, I
0: I do get a haircut every 72 weeks. Takes a long time for me to get a haircut. yeah.
1: Yeah. Remember, even if you have a salty hair day, you can always wear socks on your
0: clavicle that's so true I wear socks on my clavicle all the time I just wrist to on by place them on there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow Ooh. Ooh. oh my god every episode I strive to like because I feel like sometimes we'll get into a groove but sometimes I'm like I wonder if we can go a whole episode without having to like make cuts um with like no long gaps or like things we have to cut out but this is not one of those days. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be fun to edit. Uh very exciting. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I guess Did you no hear other my updates. The whole time? I didn't. I didn't hear anything. You
1: couldn't even. What if you hear it in playback?
0: Not- <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think I'll be able to hear it in playback. But yay. Yeah, life man. I feel very shiny today in this lighting. I definitely am this oily though like a lot of oil going on
1: you want to try a hairstyle with bookshelves
0: no <laughs> <laughs> I do I do because I also once because I, I did get my hair highlighted mm-hmm. then I dyed it purple afterwards but it's all faded now so it's just kind of like a lighter brown mm-hmm. but you really can't tell at all on camera like part of it's the lighting but like it just all looks the same color and that's mm-hmm. not true.
1: It looks kind of reddish.
0: It yeah It's like warm-ish? warm-ish. It used to be like mauve though, and it's just mm. not. It just looks brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's cool. I'll try and well, I'll retouch the color and then I think I'll try and get it lightened again. Except lighten your hair professionally is so expensive. <laughs> I thought um, you were saying
1: you're gonna retouch it in the recording. And I was no. like, I don't know if that'll work as no. like a long-term no. solution.
0: But it's so expensive, I was like, maybe I should just like try it myself by lightening it, but I don't want to take that Brad chance. Mondo There's so much girl. at stake. Cause I can't like do the highlighting placement on the back of my head, you know, mm-hmm. too complex. But yeah, on Jack that kind of note, him. yeah, he has no thumbs. So <laughs> no, thank you. But. To those of us who do have thumbs, thanks for listening. <laughs> but Except, oh my God, or someone's listening who just like doesn't have thumbs, like we still love you and thank you too. Like, you don't have to have thumbs to listen to our podcast. Savannah just trying not to get canceled. Anyways, we love everyone in the whole world. Goodbye. Ooh, not, I mean. We hate some people. We hate bad people. <laughs> I think that's the best sentiment to end this episode mm-hmm. on is we hate bad people. Yeah.
1: We Except hate the good. people
0: we're supposed we're to hate, and we don't hate anyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye.
1: <laughs> <laughs>